this week on jerking around. Some lady, some friend of mine was like, I love your podcast, the jerking off. <laughs> and we were with like a whole group and, I, and we all started dying. And I was like, that's so funny. It's jerking. She's like, what is that? Not the name? I'm like, no, it's jerking around. She's like, oh gosh, I'm so embarrassed. That's Later so she texted me, sorry about the jerking off. <laughs> and I was like, it's fine. Just don't Google it. Yeah. We yeah. <laughs> jerking around, jerking off, whatever. Yeah. So this week we're going to talk about trusting God in all, all things. things, burning the plow, burning the plow and being the hands and foot of God. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you feel like you were the hands when you were doing chubbies? That's is that blasphemy? That's something wrong. No, that's wrong. Take that out. I kind of like it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Here we go. Should we say it at the same time? Yeah. One, two, two three. three. Jerking Jerk around. A, a podcast, podcast with Tisha, Tisha and Crystal. Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we were meant to be on video. Is this trash from last time? Uh, no, that's new. Where is it? Well, the Jolly Rancher was old. Oh my gosh, you guys, the great. The gum is my favorite flavor. I just listened back and I love everything great. You didn't realize that? No, I must have not been hearing what we were saying because I was listening like, oh my gosh, grape's my favorite flavor. Oh my God. Isn't that weird? Yes. Like great things when I was a kid. I don't really eat candy. Yeah. I don't like candy, but grape was like my, like the purple Skittle. Yeah. It's like the best one. Oh my god! No, you don't like the purple no, Skittle. Nothing. It's a filler Skittle. That's like yeah. really. Oh, that's like find the purple for me. I feel like it's better than yellow. Oh, see, I love yellow, but I love lemonade and lemon. Yellow, yeah. I love lemon. What other purple things? Like a purple sucker, I would love. Yeah, it's not weird. Oh, it's the worst. Like grape snow cone would be your choice. No, I don't like that grape. Yeah. It's like the sweet grape. Yeah. Like a purple Skittle. Okay. But no, not a purple snow cone. No, no one's getting it. I don't think anyone gets it. Oh, you got to get that guy tomorrow night. I know. I got the pina colada. Maddie told me all about it. Have you gone to him? Sure, last night. Oh, Papa's Dream. It's like, oh, and he's there. Did you see the picture of him? Right across from Campbell. That's Papa. So he he retired, and it was his dream to own like a a nice restaurant, and so he didn't have the money. So he he took all his money and bought the food truck. And he's following his dream. I know. That's why I went. I'll support you. Me too. I my my brother ordered fifty things, but he's all bad luck. My generator's out. So then, did you see his post? Yeah. He's all sorry, friends. I won't be there tonight. My generator's out. It's twenty five hundred dollars. But don't worry, Papa will be back. (laughs) And he sets out all these tables and chairs all by himself. Oh, it broke my heart. I'll go to Papa's dream every day, and it's his dream. Papa's dream. Get it? Like Grandpa. Oh, and he has shirts, Papa's Dream. And then his, like, granddaughter came and bought a trash can and then left. And it's taken him about 10 minutes of snow cone. But (laughs) and he's doing the thing. It's like this little shaver. And then my brother ordered 12 things. And he goes, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you guys. Oh, that's so And everyone's sweating, waiting for Papa's Dream. You know? I think I'm acting pretty good. Walking on thin ice here. No, so at the Leadership Summit... We like both really were thinking about the podcast yeah. a lot, which normally we're thinking about real estate. It's a thing we do every year. It's a global leadership summit. It has Christian leaders come, and it's like two days, right? Yeah. And they speak, and we stream like it big here. time it's leaders, in, like huge. It's like Atomic Habit spoke. Yes. Oh, James Clear. Yes. Yes. Oh, it was so good. Craig she Rochelle loved it. Spoke. It, it. He always speaks. It's just a really good. Um, Cause we do the Tom Ford one too for work, and that one's a little different vibe. Tom Ferry. Tom Ferry. Tom, Tom Ford. Ford's like a designer. Tom Ford? A designer. I was like, okay. It's the, the business I didn't talk. even know his name. That's how impactful Yeah, it's just it not our vibe. It's very like... It's... It does have lead some... generating. Help, it does have some helpful um, things about, about uh, growing your business. 
I'm trying to be politically correct. No, I couldn't think of the word affirming, affecting, influencing. The word when you piss them off. Um, Offending. Offending. Tom Ford. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, Tom Ford. I don't even know who Tom Ford is. Who is he? He's a designer. Oh, really? What does he design? Like clothes. Really? Mm-hmm. Clothes. Never like heard of cars. the guy. Yeah. I'm well. shocked. I've never heard of the yeah, guy. Yeah, it's like totally a Tom Ford. Oh, crazy. No, but um, we don't want to offend anybody that loves Tom Ferry or Tom Ford. <laughs> this is like that. Any Tom's day. Yeah. I'm like, who cares if we offend them? I know. But yeah. you were like, no, but we don't. We're more about less about lead generating, more about making a difference building. in people's lives, and um, the leadership. Summit is more about leadership and less about making money. And more about like leading for God, like right. influencing the world for his glory. It's right up our alley. It's so good. So I usually always want to quit real estate right before the leadership summit. Then I want to stay in real estate and make a difference. But this year I was a little on both. Yeah. Burn and that torch. What's it called from church? Burn the stake? Um, I think it was the track, not tractors, but plows. Plows. Burn the plows. Church. Talk about that. Mm-hmm. We're jumping. Okay. So anyways, at church as well, we both thought about the podcast. Usually we think about work and how to be better realtors. You know, when this you're year it was learning like, and things keep popping in your mind about like something. Inspiration. The dial tone was calm for me for real estate. Like usually I have 200 ideas. Like she's like, all, Rrr. we're buying a warehouse and we're staying yeah. and I'm all, hold Usually it's on. like so many ideas and mm-hmm. I had no ideas for real estate, but podcast, I was all, okay, God. Are you there, God? It's me. <laughs> no. So then at church, we thought, so it was talking yeah. about stepping. Oh, you know who I love? G. Jamie. My, my mind. The it Cosmetics lady. Yes. How'd you know? Jolene. Um, I know. I just saw her name. I thought it was Jamie. It's not? No. It's something current. Lena. Really? I don't know. It's going to be like a. Look it up. Stuttering day. It Cosmetics. Jern Linda. Or it Cosmetics founder. Here's an answer from Jamie. Turns I Lima. thought it was Jamie. She's um, amazing. Oh my gosh, Jamie, you. Has a book. I have her book, I think. She has a new one coming out. What was the phrase? I have it in here. It oh, so yes. Good. It's like, you're not crazy, you're first. Yes. So, like, when some people so tell people their ideas that oh, no one's done before, you're looked at as crazy. And it's like, you're not crazy, you're just first. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it was so good. I have like the goosebumps because I'm like, you know, Cokies, you're not crazy, you're first. Chubby's. Whether you dip or scoop. Yes. But like you do now feel crazy. Now everyone's going to be dipping and I was first. Yeah. Actually it was Ben. Journey's for everyone. Yeah. No, but like being so vulnerable and out there is scary. But it's like you're not crazy, you're first. And anything you do that's right. first, you're going to feel crazy and alone. So good. It was really good. And it's, I think, for people that are that get those ideas, I'm not someone that gets a lot of those ideas. I'm more of a perfecter of things than a innovator you know have you been eating why you look Samoan Do you got to eat a cheeseburger it's getting it's weird yeah it's the tank top skinny, I think I'm not too skinny yeah, I it's gained bordering. weight but no but you look at her you. she's all what really? you say I love it I'm all yeah, but like, I, we talked about eat this eat a cheeseburger is like the biggest compliment <laughs> I know but like we talked about this no more losing weight I'm not losing weight I'm gaining weight oh you look at oh I gained because we were sorry I just was like we went to California two weeks in a row and I was eating and drinking and all the things so I was real bloated but um it's the tighter clothes sorry it is the tighter clothes but no so it was just really good because you're more of an innovator so I feel like that was really good but it was even good for me which she's usually not a stepper I'm not a stepper 
I'm a big stepper. Which I think that's why your relationship works so well because you're the dreamer and you're off in right. your plan and, and I'm you like, anchor it. And I'm like, let's. But she can get and things then done. I can tone, and I can change the tone of it because sometimes I feel like the tone is off a little and I kind of can tweak it. it. How is it off? No, in things. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> like, you know. Well, you need both. Like, no, we're very yes. complimentary to it. Like, mm-hmm. even though I make fun, we very compliment each other. Yeah. Great. And great. trust, she trusts my input and insight and vice versa. And you trust my crazy ideas and you yes. don't like them. Yeah. A lot of she'll times. She'll be like, this is stupid. I'm like, we're doing it. And yeah. she'll do it with me. Totally. But pretend she thinks it's stupid, but like quietly. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. But it was good. And then church was a few days later and it same. was about the same thing. It was about Elisha Stepping. and Elijah. And it Trusting was God. about when he was called that he, he burned the plows and he like basically that was what his whole life was up until that point was plowing and he, God called him and he burned him that day. So Before he had no, he had no backup thing. plan. He burned yes, his backup, no backup plan. plan. So I think that was what was so cool is how, when you fully put your trust in God and you don't have a backup plan and you're fully relying on him and his plans, how, and his blessing was like doubled. It was really, it was a great it was just those two back-to-back were really, you know, when you're getting hit with it a few times, you know, when God's telling you something and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to that. And then it's, he's telling you again, he's telling you again. So hitting you over the head with it. Yeah. So tell her about her idea. Yeah. So well, your idea, but I'm sorry. Our idea. idea. So I was like, we need to step it up. I'm really big on not wanting to worry about the followers or the listeners, how many, this and that. We just want to help People. One person if it's Yeah, one. we don't care about that. But I do want to trust God's vision and step when he tells us to step. So I do think it'd be fun to do a live jerky recording where we can have, like, jerkies or yeah. people that want to see it live. A lot of people ask, like, what do you do? And we're like, no, no. It's really, you shoot from the head. So I just thought we could get to know people. Even some people, like, some people listen that we haven't seen in years. Some people we haven't even or, met. Or, like, they're her friends I don't know and vice versa. Yeah. So we wanted to do jerkies live. Event. Oh my gosh, I love that. My yeah. mind just like spun out. I know. Isn't it yeah. fun? And so, and then we were even but saying, but we have like, to say spaces are limited just in case not enough people come. Have a sign up. I yeah. And like yeah. she even said, like maybe yeah. in the beginning, have a fishbowl and people can put questions, and then at the end, we can answer that. questions. Yeah. And then like we get, can use those questions for like next couple. And weeks. they get like involved. You know, yeah, it's fun. What do the listeners want more of? Yeah. More Chevys. We have to elaborate on Chevys. Though. I learned a lot about it this week. Here I go with the dirty. I know. <laughs> See, for someone who doesn't want it to be dirty, I feel like you're driving that. You know. No. So, do you like the idea? Oh, I was, but when you were talking right now, the burning the plow is really resonating with me, and I am just not ready to burn that plow. But I'm feeling it again and again. It, yeah. I don't know if our listeners want to know, but so I always want to quit real estate like once a year, and it, the whole time it was like, burn the plow. Just be done. Just pour into coaching and the podcast. I was like, I can't do that. But you can. When he really tells you to, you can. Yeah. So I'm done. But we're not done. So if you need to just sell your house or buy it, call us. I'm all, let's edit that. Yeah. I'm all, edit. I'm not done. I will be here. I can show you a house tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. But no, for real. You're so funny when you do that. Yeah. Like, I'm all, you know? No, I really was feeling it though. I'm just praying on it well, though because it was loud. Crystal, and I was like, I listen. Has a big calling yes. of I do whatever he says or to change lives, and so I sometimes think that in real estate that is not as fulfilled for you. Where 
coaching and something like this is right in that wheelhouse. And that's where you feel very called. Yes. But you do impact a lot of people through real estate. And after like we staged a house and we spend a lot of time with our clients, like we're, we totally have that. Like Stephanie Mallory is a great example. You used her. She was someone. She's listening. Yes. She's someone we, we staged and sold her house and then they're so close now. And we totally made. She's doing my nutrition stuff with me. She's amazing. She's a macros coach, but I don't like calling her that because I don't love macros. Yeah. Like counting and all that. So hers is more like just a life. Like it's, she's so amazing. Yes. I love her. She's one of my very good friends now though. And she, we staged her house. That's how we became friends. So I think even the loose. Lucianos. Mm-hmm. I love them too. Yeah. And we've gone through it all together. Mm-hmm. All together. So. I know. I just think sometimes, like, I just worry. I have my head, my head is spinning too much sometimes. It is a stressful, busy job. Yes. And so, like, with that, from coaching, I just yeah. feel like I have so many hats. Well, coaching is a huge commitment. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think you had that on And, your like, the kids. Like, I just feel like they're so. I feel like that timer is just going. Yeah. But I was watching this that Disney show, the Doogie. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's like Doogie Hauser from when we like grew up, but it's a girl. And they're like in Hawaii. And she's a genius at like 14. And the mom is like a doctor, like a head, the head doctor or whatever. She's trying to be the head doctor. And she missed like one of the kids' events because she was at this conference. And I could totally relate to her being at the conference. Like, hurry, it's my kids. Yeah. And then the doc, the, the main speaker was late. She couldn't leave because she was running it. And then she's running to the school. And he comes out after his science perf- thing oh, no. and he, she misses it, but I couldn't relate. Like she couldn't leave, yeah. but your kids don't always know you couldn't yeah. leave. And he's like, it's fine. I figured you'd be stuck at work. And Oh, I was like, gut. So then she quits her job. You would love this because it's so me. So she quits her job and then she's doing all these weird things around the house. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's organizing everybody's stuff. She's making all these new rules. The kids are like, oh, mom's home. Uh, yeah. Like the dad and the kids have this routine and she's messing it all up. She's like repainting everything, like giving everyone all these jobs. And they're like, mom's driving me crazy. She needs to go back to work. And then later she's like, I learned that I just need to work on balance. I think yeah. she went back like part-time and she's like, and I need to just, like, I'm not good home. And the husband was like, I don't think this is the right fit for you being home full time. That's how like, that's I was me. so crystal. Cause she has to be busy. She thrives off being busy. So if we're, if she doesn't have real things to be busy, make up she'll make up things and things that you normally let go become a bigger deal. That's yes. How I am. That's what she'll be like overanalyzing every little thing and it's like the Instacart guy was just late, you know? Yeah, I'm all, do you think he's offended yeah. that our house is black and white? Yeah, you know? like it, it would be like something made up and I'm Everything's like, oh. made up. Yeah. Everything's made so up. So I think it's good that she juggles a lot even though it's stressful and probably weighs on her. I'm like, I think you're going to be doing that no matter what. So let's make it real things. Totally. Well, and I've observed it myself. Like when I had periods of time when I was not working outside of the home, it was like I needed a break. Like I didn't I only appreciate appreciate being with my kids because I'm away from them. Yes. And I wasn't away from them. So I reminisce about it. Like, I had so much time with them. I was always there. When in reality, I was not happy. Yeah. I wasn't present mentally. Yeah. So it's like a trade-off in that you're more appreciative of the time you do have. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't get there without the other The wait time. Yeah. Well, and I felt... We've talked about this a little before, but I felt so guilty when I was staying home that I wasn't contributing. No, I am a contributor. Like I'm very, um, 
my parents raised me to always before this was the smartest thing. And my brother, they said, you need to live alone for a year, pay all your own bills before you get engaged or married. And I thought that was stupid. Cause you know, when you're dating your boyfriend in college, you're like, we're getting married. I can't yeah. wait, you know? And <clears throat> literally I did that like right before and I did it for a year. And I'm very like to Kyle, I love him, but I'm like, I love you and I want you, but I don't need you. <laughs> Yeah. And I just, cause I see women let, like, let, they do stay home and then they have no say mm-hmm. on like the bills and this and that. And then something does happen where the guy does something. Housewives of Miami. Do you guys watch? No. So she's married to the plastic surgeon for 20 years. Is He's, that the one that just got engaged to? A yes. Uh, yes. I saw it. Larsa Pittman is talking to her like weeks before and it's all filmed. It's like Vanderpump. You're like, oh gosh, you know, like she's, Larsa's like, I think Larsa went through similar. Yeah. So she's very protective now, like know what's going on. Yeah. And she's like, um, you guys have a mortgage on your house. And Lisa's like, I don't have a mortgage. She's like, you don't know what's going on. You don't know your bills. She's like, yes, I do. I do the bills. But Larsa's like, she doesn't know anything. And she's like, I live like that. It's not good. Fast forward two weeks, he kicks her out. It's like, and she has no say. Because she was, like, staying 20 home. 20 years. 20 years. Like, yeah, it's something oh, yeah. asinine. Told her and the kids to get another house. She doesn't work. She has no money. And a lot of those big businessmen, what, right? And that, the mistress is an idiot. Do you think he's not going to do that to you? I don't think she really cares. I think she just wants some money. Yeah. 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 Oh, 100%. It's so sad. And, like, he, like, started losing all this weight. And she's like, what's going on? And she's adorable. Yeah. But like, I think that's what's going on in society is you get scared to be too dependent. But my parents, you know, had been, they don't really listen, but they've been married before each other. And I think that they learn from those mistakes. Like, you know, but I also think you should go into your marriage that this is for life and you don't need to know everything. Right. But even like death happens and, and you have to, my aunt had to learn how to pay all the bills on her own. And that's a lot. So I'm very big on like, let the man lead, but know what's going on. Yeah. Cause it's, but so that's my problem. So I did do weird things when I was home, like to try to bring in an income. I didn't like being dependent, but I always felt guilty that I wasn't like that. I was, and then I made up weird things for my kids. I was like weird. I was like, you just got home. It's 10 push up time before homework at five. Like it, cause I was so bored. Like I was like, I needed that stimulus of like, how can I be better? And the birthday parties and just weird. I was yeah. just weird. I wasn't working out, which is so weird. You know, you, they always say, give something to a busy person, they'll get it done. And I think almost when I'm not busy enough, I get less done Yeah. than when I'm used to juggling. So in the um, restaurant industry, that's where the majority of my early like career was. Us too. <laughs> so I know, no Hooters for me, unfortunately. Yeah. But... Guys, it wasn't just Hooters. Keegan's too. Yeah. And then striptease. No. That place, you got a lot of money there. No. Crystal worked at Twin Peaks though. No. All right. I could now. <laughs> <laughs> but when we were the slowest, like, so waitressing, bartending, when we were slow. You're right. Worst service ever. Yeah. For me. Like, I was, I felt. Oh, you'd get sad and I'd be like, oh, oh you know? Yes. yes. But then when you're on a wait list, you're flowing, it's yeah. in it. You're, you got all the tables, like, you know? Yeah. And I feel like Mike and I both have said to our kids, you have to have one restaurant job at least. Oh, 5,000%. So, do you, you ever want to go back? Say, I want to go back this week when I was quitting. Yeah. And I was like, I could fun. totally be a server. I loved being a server. And it sounds fun now. Before it was like, this sucks, but now. I'm these people's B. Yeah. You know? Now it sounds so fun. Mm-hmm. So fun. And you learn how weird people are. I feel like, I'm like, I didn't realize you're, you had a, your glass with seven ice cubes, but you do. And you're just like, you learn a lot about people and people's skills and like how the world. Yeah. 
Yeah. And how to deal with people that are different. Yes. Mm -hmm. A whole different walk of life. Totally. And, and deal with them in a way that impacts you. Like if you don't deal with this. Yeah. You're not getting tipped. It affects your money. Yeah. You're right. And how to take a licking and keep on ticking. Totally. Like when someone's rude and you have to keep going back to the table. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's awful. Or the restaurant dreams when you'd wake up in the middle of the night. Oh, I still have those. I still have those, or I'm triple sat. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) but life's like that. Yeah. But you know, what was so interesting. I'm jumping back because I wanted to say this. Um, I was reading Dr. Laura's book on 10 stupid things parents do to mess up their lives. So good. Yeah. And what you didn't realize is in the beginning, Dr. Laura is very similar to me and probably to you, Dana. And I think you're in the middle. Like you are, you could stay home forever and be happy. Yeah. When you were saying how you didn't feel like you were unhappy, I was all. I was totally happy. Yeah. See, I'm like, I wanted to be, I wanted to be too. It was like faking it. Yeah. But that was before they were in school. I couldn't do like homeschool. I don't think that's why you kept getting dogs and weird things. But I, I like, they were going to school. She's all time for another. Yeah, I. She's like, watch when Fox goes to school. Something she's gonna. She's like, she thinks get a I'm dog do something or like something. Fox, Fox or preschool. We need a dog. Like, <laughs> I think subconsciously you're like, what, what, what am I gonna do? I would have a hundred kids, but I will say now that I work this time, I'm way less patient, way more stressed, way. It's not. It's the opposite. I don't appreciate the time more, as I feel like I'm stressed. There's more to do. Yeah, and I'm like, I gotta get this done because I gotta get to something else. Whereas I feel like when I was immersed in the staying home, it was just staying home, you know? But not like home. But Dr. Laura, in the beginning, she writes how she was one of those women that was so pro women, pro career, pro everything, which was so intriguing to me. Yeah. Because I feel like inside I could go on that side so easily. Yeah. I have to like constantly come back like, nope, that we need the man. (laughs) So I think that's why I'm so passionate about it because I have to constantly like let him lead. Like you need a man, you need him to be the man. Like that's so important. So Dr. Laura was pro women, pro everything, pro work. You don't need a man. I can do it in in school. And then she thought all these women in relationships were schmucks, you know, like you're, and then she fell in love. And then she was, um, something happened. She tells the story really cool. And then she had a baby and then she said like her whole life changed and something, there was the key part of the story, which I'm forgetting something triggered her to switch. And then, so then she stayed home full time, but she still, they needed money and she still had this desire to work. And so, and she was really good at it, but she talks about why she's the way she is because she builds in the balance where she always could still grow her career, but kept her family first. And that was like 10 times more intriguing to me than how she sounds on the radio. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it seems like, okay, so easy for you to say, like quit your job, stay home. Right. And it sounds like, I don't get it though. How do you do that? And how do you do that? Okay. And how do you pay the bills? Mm -hmm. But like in the book, it's more detailed on the things she had to do. Her kids were in daycare at times. I was like mind blown, but she's like, they were always first. It's not that you have to give everything up, but they were always first, right? you know, and her and her husband ended up working together because his job went down and she had to step up to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And then he started working for her and she would record at night, but they were always with one of them. Yeah. And I was like, that's really cool. Like it's different than what I was picturing on the radio. Like stay home, stay home, stay home. Mm-hmm. When like, sometimes I'm like, feel guilty that I don't. So then I want to quit and stay home. You know, I'm like, I got to do this God's way. Yeah. But he also calls us to do different things. And Mm -hmm. I sometimes think women, even in real estate, I think women are better than men because 
Not all, but I think men are very prideful in the negotiation. It's about the win, which is a benefit, but sometimes a curse. Whereas I think we try to let both sides feel they won, but really our client's winning. But like, it's the way you perceive it. More in tune to Yes. The feeling in it. Like, I hear you. I understand. Let's make this work. And their guard comes down and then you make it work. Whereas like when you have a pissing contest, nobody wins because we're just both trying to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Women and men. I was going to, that was leading somewhere though. How do we get started? Oh, with burning the thing, burning the plow, burning the plow. But it's true. Sometimes we have to give up things to trust God. Like when Kyle and I, when Kyle quit his job, we didn't have a plan B really set up yet. I just felt like, so our financial advisor, Katisha's heard the story so much, so don't get bored, but our financial advisor, my brother, everybody said that Kyle needed to have six months saved before we quit, which completely makes sense. Like logically a hundred percent, that's what we should have done. But we had just put in our last pool, the one that wasn't cracked. And, um, I was at Melissa's the other day. She lives next door to my old house and I looked over the fence and I was just like, <laughs> it's pool. all glistening. Yeah. yeah. The furniture, like yeah. it was just like, Oh God, it never cracked. But we just put in our pool and you know, Lincoln, that whole story, Lincoln was very, very sick. And we saw my niece like have IVs in her head and so many open heart surgeries that we decided God just kept saying, step, 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 just like this, burn the plow, step, trust me. And I think when you're living in something so real, like what really matters in life, like that whole Lincoln time period, it's like you, I could cry at the drop of a hat. You know, when you're very in tune with people's pain, like, you know, when you're going through something and like hard, what's important. Yeah. Life. Like you're yeah. very in tune with like the real and like worrying about Lincoln's health every day and seeing her so sick and seeing Tana and Boomer. It just was like, all the stuff doesn't matter. Like who cares about the stuff? And we talked about that with Megan, like right. how, when you're in that time, that zone, you just don't care. Right. And so God was like, I had this day where God was like, do it today. Kyle needs to quit like today. And it was something we talked about for four or five years before. Yeah. Like, that's why I went into real estate to take the pressure off He'd him. talk about it a lot. We'd be all. Every day. Here, we, like, are here we go. I'm all. And I finally got like, do it or don't. I'm sick of it. Yeah. But I was like, to summarize it, Lincoln can't choose that her heart doesn't work. She can't choose that she can't breathe without a ventilator a lot of times. Like, Tana can't choose that her daughter was born like this. But you can choose to do this job or not. And we're not going to live anymore, not choosing to live like the way we're supposed to and and God's way. And just the trajectory of if he stayed with that company, I knew he would never be happy because he really likes doing, it was more like grading and big construction rather than Kyle doing yards is what he was doing on the side. That's like his passion. Like he loves it. Like Mm -hmm. he says now I love work every day. And I just wanted that for him because we were doing real estate and I really loved it every day. Like, yeah. I mean, some days we don't like last week we like both it's did it. It's stressful, but, but like I was with my kids, I was able to balance and make a good living. And I was like, life can be done differently. Like you don't have to be miserable every day to our listeners. And he wasn't able to get off the time to go see Lincoln because he couldn't miss work. We couldn't ever go on any trips. Like when I had a baby, I had very hard pregnancies and the one time I was in the hospital, it was very up and down for me. He only ever for any of the kids was there the day I delivered. That's it. And was at work. And like, I had many surgeries. He would be there for the surgery. And then I'd have to depend on everyone else for help. Like bed rest. He never, like, it was a lot, which is fine. That's the old school mentality. And that's why that company is successful. I think that's amazing. But for me, I just was like, life's too short. Like, let's be happy. Let's have nothing. So we were really, and it was just like what in the story at church Mm -hmm. was we risked losing everything and God doubled it. 
because we put it on. So that day, this long story, but that day, for some reason, I was like, you have to either do this today or don't ever talk about it again. I, and I said to Kyle, if we do it when we're ready and we have all that money and we're ready, we have the six months and it makes sense then we get the glory because it was our plan. Yeah. But if we do it right now, when logically this does not make sense, we had $4,000, it's it in our savings and our bills doubled. So they were way more than $4,000. And I was like, if we do it when it doesn't make sense, but when God says, and if we're okay, like, and we don't lose everything or, but to us moving in an apartment, wasn't losing because we'd be happy. And like selling our cars, wasn't losing. It would be like, who cares? We're happy. Yeah. But I was like, and if this thing works and we end up happier, then it's God gets the glory. And sure enough, that day he went and and he quit. And then Lincoln ended up like coding that night. And then she passed away two weeks later. And I always say that was God because I couldn't, he worked with his dad and I was like, I couldn't hit his mom and dad after Lincoln, you know, like it would have been too sad to quit after that passing, you know? But we were able to be there the whole time when Lincoln, you know, that whole time Lincoln got really sick and we all went out there to San Jose and we were able to stay and the Mm -hmm. tithing story happened. And, um, but like, we totally blew the pop. Like we, we didn't know what he was going to do. And we were like, okay, we're stepping. When you have all the steps in place and then you quit or, or not quit, but if you have all the things in place set up and then you make the change. It's like, then you get the glory. Cause I was prepared. I did this, but when God calls you to do something and there's none of those in place and you do it, then when it's successful, he gets the glory. So I think that's the difference. Well, and it's beneficial for your faith building. Like yeah. if you take the step when it's easy for you, that doesn't challenge you the same way. Right. Taking that huge leap of faith. Yeah. And other people can see too, yeah. like your kids or, you know, you want to yeah. teach your kids to follow that. And even when it doesn't make sense, if it's what God's calling you to do, you got to do it. I was talking to, um, another agent yesterday and she was like, she was telling me how she gets really stressed, um, that like something bad's going to happen and she's going to get sued in real estate or like, she's going to make a mistake that's going to like cost, you know? And then I was like just trying to kind of talk her through that. And I was like talking about in life and we were talking to some friends last year and Ben and I were talking about buying, um, like an investment property. And I was like, yeah, it's just really scary because the down payment, you know, would be like wiping down, like 20% would be wiping out, uh, like all of our savings. Like we'd have retirement and other accounts, but as far as like our personal savings, yeah. And like, that'd be really scary to see that go down. And I was like, Oh, that is just like, what if, and then what if we couldn't run it out? And then we are making two mortgages and then, and then, and I'm like spiraling, we lose everything. I just freak out. And I always think worst case scenario. And our friend, we were talking to a couple and he was like, yeah, don't you wish there was like somebody in charge that like it, it's just, it's always going to be okay. And I was like talking about God yeah. and it was so, don't it, you think there was a greater was, plan? That's a compliment. Why can't you say who it is? Oh, I can say who it is. Yeah. So I think Jeff. that's a compliment. Yeah. And it's your talking, brother-in-law. Yeah. And we were talking to the Jeff and Julia and Jeff was like, yeah, don't you just wish there was just like someone in control and it's all going to be okay. And that and, there's a greater plan at place. Like it I, was really good. How and I was it. all, told me later. I felt like an idiot. I was all, mm. cause like there is someone. And even if that did happen and we lost two houses and we live in an apartment or 
like we'd still be okay. It's like we still have each other, right? That's exactly. And so it's cool. You're just encouraging me to burn that plow right now. Oh my god! Just so you know, I'm all. You're gonna have be jobless in a minute. No. So if you have a team and you're hiring, (laughs) call me. I'm like, I stage. I'm hard worker. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But no. So it was just really crazy. Um, but he he said that to me last year, and I still think about that all the time because sometimes I do get um. Like, I'll start thinking about things, and I get worked up, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Or, like, Ben, both Ben and I's careers are in, like, the market. Like, he, his is obviously a different market, but it's all tied to the same market. It's, like, the world market. What does Ben do? He's a financial advisor. So, basically, if, like, the market crashes and everything, you know, everyone loses all their money, he's screwed. And then if no one has any money, they're not buying houses, I'm screwed. And so... It's scary that our jobs are in the same field. So I constantly have this like, this obsession with like saving money and being prepared. I mean, I have like a whole, like my whole under my island is filled with freeze dried food because if we have to live for a month with no groceries, I have it, you know? And so I'm just, I'm a preparer. I'm a doomsdayer. I'm always thinking the world's ending. The market's crashing. No one's going to work. We're going to lose everything. And I have to constantly, I always tell myself what Jeff told me. Like, it's all going to be okay. God's in control. And truly, if that happened, God will give us whatever we need. Like, I just need some food. Like, I can eat some berries and some twigs. You know, but truly, like, if it got to that weird of a place, like, I always have to just remind myself it's all going to be okay. He's in control. And God has given you a community of people who would bolster you up. Yeah, so I'm coming over, Dana. No, no, but for real, you don't realize the things. that That's so huge. Yeah, so I constantly have that fear, and I have to talk myself out of it and it's just like but it's all about trusting God and it's the same thing I think everybody has different things they struggle with trusting God about some things are easier than others and I feel like security and that is one of the ways that I struggle because I want to control that I want to prep I want to have money in the mattress I want to have I'm like we need to buy gold if the dollar goes to shit we gotta have gold under our mattress I'm like we have gold under our mattress like it's great I'm black, but no, it's, it's fine. It's a thing. Yeah. Legit. So, yeah. I, well, and I think the other component to that is remembering and trusting not only him, but also the talents and gifts he's given you right. to trust yourself and the skills, like hard working, preparation. That's like a right. skill yeah. you've honed, a talent that you've been given. Yeah. To yeah, that's a good point. It's a God-given like, yeah. gift that he made me this way. So, like, there's some part of it that's useful. Leaning into that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like, if something were to happen, you would find a way. You gotta have confidence. Totally, in your like abilities. I can go bartend and make our mortgage because yes. we have a low mortgage. You know, mm-hmm. totally. I would love it actually. I would too. <laughs> I know. I've thought about last week very hard about doing that. I don't know. I think it's so important though to do it those times because those times I've leaned the most on God and was like, this doesn't make sense. And I feel like I'm a stepper. Like I do that. I feel like pretty easily sometimes, but maybe I'm not, I'm talking to myself in my head. Maybe I'm not doing that right now, but I feel like when I step and I trust and I give it to him, it just, it's not always easy, but it does work out. But I think sometimes faith is really hard in what you see. Like even in our business, I had a few talks with um, my friend who just started her own business and we don't do just like we were talking about Tom Ford Ferry earlier and his business philosophy is very go and get, go and get, go and get, which isn't wrong. You want to be a hard worker. You don't want to sit on the sidelines, but we've had a lot of turnover on our team 
Um, not something I'm super proud of, but I think the way our team, our real estate team, Tisha and I, if you don't live in Arizona, which is funny because some people don't live in Arizona now that like what uh, I've yeah. talked to people, yeah. but we are, have a real estate team and we stage homes and, and we do things differently, very God centered, very people centered. And it's not always everyone's cup of tea. But when I got into real estate from the beginning, I just have prayed that God will bring me who he wants me to work with. And I was telling the story yesterday to my friend who just started her business. And I said, you know, they would call, lenders would call to sit down with us to get our business. And one time it was one of Dave Ramsey's preferred lenders. So that's why I went. Usually I don't even go to those meetings because we have a great lender and that's who we're using for the most part. But I go to this meeting. I'm like, okay, good. We'll get Dave Ramsey's referrals. Those will be like-minded people. This will be amazing. So we go. It was when I was with my dad before I had the team. It was just me and my dad. And so the guy sits down and goes, your business is amazing. He's like, tell me, you know, you've heard this. Yeah. Tell me your secret. Like, how do you do this? And I was like, oh, um, we just really, we tithe and we pray. And the guy was like, and this is like a Christian based lender. And he's like, okay, now for marketing, tell me like, what things do you do for marketing? And I was like, yep, we just, and back then I didn't have Kristen. We didn't do anything. And I was like, yep, I just, we tithe 10%, like the full 10%. And then I just pray that God brings me a client. And I just hope that, you know, that mm-hmm. will turn into something. And he's like, yes, but like your sphere back then, I didn't yeah. do anything for my sphere. I didn't do any. And he's like, what do you, how do you stay in contact? I'm like, policies and procedures. Yes. Strategy, <laughs> you know? And I was all, nope, just tithe and pray. And he's like, closes the computer. He's like, it was great meeting you. You guys take care. Like he was done with the meeting. That's funny. And I left feeling like, is there something I was so innocent in the early stages of real estate that I didn't I thought it was so weird. He treated me like that. I was like, that's really what we're doing. Why aren't you doing it? You know, why are you spending all this money on all these things? We just tie, I trust God first. And then I pray he brings me a client and then he just does. So my friend who started her own business, we've been talking about this a lot. And she's like, I want to bring God in, but I don't want to offend anyone. I was like, bring God in stuff. Why would you do a business without God? You're going to be so much more successful when you bring him in. Like even the deals we pray with our clients before it goes live, we pray with them when it goes live. Because our philosophy is we do our best, then we let God do the rest. And I'm like, why wouldn't you bring the most successful person into the deal? You know, bring him in. So she goes, I just don't want to offend. I go, no, you need to bring him in. Don't be weird. Just bring him in. So then last week she called me. She left her high-paying corporate job, big VP of a huge wine company, to stay home and start her own business. And she's been working like seven days a week. 50 hours trying to build this business, build this business. And then she called me last week. She was like, how do you think it's going on the outside? I was like, I don't think it's that great. Like, I don't love some of the things you're doing. It's not authentic. It's not real. Like, why are you doing all this? Cause your program's amazing. Why are you doing this? And she's like, well, I just feel like that's what so-and-so says. So I'm doing what I'm like, no, do it. You. Yeah. So I'm like, put God in the center. God called you to leave your job. God called you to be home with the kids, put them first, do it God's way. And then see what happens. So she didn't work all weekend. That's the first weekend she's taken off. And she prayed the other night, God, just help bring people to me that I can help. The next day she had like 16 people call her. And she's like, well, wait, I think it was this other thing I did. I go, no, that's God. That's what we trust him first. That's what that looks like. But sometimes those blessings are so big that you're like, that can't be God. Mm-hmm. I have to tell the type story. It just goes. Oh, God. <laughs> no, we told this it. story. We didn't tell it. I told it on the other podcast. Oh. It's such a cool so story. So many podcasts. I just get them so confused. No, but it's such kidding. a good story. And I think sometimes we miss some of these stories because we've told them, but we haven't told them to our jerkies. Yeah. You know? And, like, um, so when Kyle quit his job, we 
we went. I think we did tell it though. We went out yeah, of town. We did. Tell did it. you know this? We went. So. No, Sorry. it was the other podcast. She would know it because it's with. I swear we told this, but that's fine. Tell it again. Okay, so we I go Lincoln. Lincoln Tana's niece wasn't doing good. We we go out there. I think we did too, but yeah, it fits with the story. So we go there, and um, Tana's friend's son passes away. And um, Tana tells us, you know, it's really sad. They don't have much. They don't have enough money to cremate him. And Kyle, we have our $4,000, right? Kyle just quit. He had his last date. I thought he'd have two weeks. And randomly, his dad was like, you can be done next Wednesday. I was like, crap. We need the two weeks pay. But I was like, okay, God, here we go. <laughs> You're in. Like how you tap someone in. I'm like, here we go, God. Like, I don't, and I, in real estate, it takes three, six months to make money. Like you meet a client, you show them houses. And we didn't even have anything in escrow when Kyle quit. I was like, oh gosh, here we go. And I kept telling Kyle I had it and I didn't really have it. But I was like, I got this. You quit. I got us. And then I was like, oh crap, I don't have us. Like there's no money, you know, and things can fall through. It's very hard to live on just our income. So we go on the trip. So that Wednesday was his last day. Sure enough, Tana calls us Wednesday night. Lincoln's not doing good. So we pack up the car and we drive to San Jose, which is like far, like 16 hours in the car. And we're there. And, we'll, and then that happens. So um, she says he has no money. And I said, Kyle, um, God's calling us to give money for this boy. He, like they need money to cremate him. He goes, are you sure God's calling? We, I just quit my job. I think he's calling someone else. And I'm like, no, he's calling us. Yeah. So then we, we give the money and, and then all of a sudden that same family, it was Easter and they didn't have money for Easter baskets and they were only here for two days. It ended up being a month and they had no clothes. So we hear the story and everyone's standing there and I said, Kyle, I feel like God's calling us to give them money for, like go buy them Easter baskets and clothes. He was like, are you wrong? This is not the right calling. You're calling someone else. We just quit our job. Let someone else step up. And I was like, he's calling us. So we end up giving the money. So everything happens with Lincoln. We drive home. It's a long drive, you know, 16 hours. Lincoln had passed. It was a very, very hard time. And we, um, get in our house after we've been gone for like six days and we walk in and there's a stack of cash on our, our, our Island. Dana doesn't know. I can tell in her eyes. She's never heard this story. So we walk in and there's cash left on our counter. We've been gone five days. I count it. It's $500. And we had spent $500 on giving $250 for the cremation and $250 on Easter baskets. I still get emotional. You make fun, but I do. And I was like, like a kid, I was like, oh my gosh, it's $500. I go, Kyle, this is God. And he's like, what do you mean? It's $500. I'm like, that's how much we gave. It's the exact amount we gave this weekend. I go, I told you he'd provide. Look, I told you. And I still get the goosebumps. And I was like thinking... It's kind of weird. I'm like, okay, God, good job. Like, you really showed him, you know? Because Kyle didn't have faith like that at the time. And still, I've been a Christian my whole life. There's a little bit of a difference there. So I kind of lead in that way. And I even was like, how'd you do that? Like, it was like magic. I was like, oh my gosh, I know you're good, but wow. So he's like, well, no, maybe that's side job money. I'm like, no, Kyle, you, this is like cash like this. It's a stack. I'm like, I told you God would provide. We're going to be okay. We're not going to lose our house. Like it meant everything was going to work out. So he's like, no, no. So we're calling all of our friends. Did you leave us $500? And they all know Kyle just quit. So then they're worried we need money. They're like, no, but do you need $500? I'm like, no, it's like the most awkward thing. I'm like, did you leave us money? Everyone's like, no, do you need money? I'm like, no, just never mind. Nobody says anything. So I'm like, I told you that's God. He's like, that's crazy. Like, is this how this works? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like thinking, I don't know if it's this good, but okay, God, you know, way to show off, you know, (laughs) money dropping from the sky. So like two weeks later, Kyle's in the shower and we're starting, he's starting to start his business. We're starting to step. We're starting to feel God's calling. Things are happening. And, um, he's in the shower and he said, you know what, Crystal, 
I think that was side job money I had left. And I was like, no way you would leave that money on the counter. Kyle's so type A. I'm like, there's no way we would leave for out of town and you would leave a stack of cash right on the island. Like, we're very open with, like, our garage code. And I think you even have it. Like, we're not, like, so he would not leave money out like that knowing a friend might stop by our house. Like that's kind of a normal-ish thing kind of yeah. very open. So I know for a fact he has like 12 safes. He would never leave that money like that. And I was like, there's no way. He's like, yeah, I did. He's like, we were probably, and it made sense. We were probably rushing because Lincoln, like we were hurrying to go out of town. And I was like, dang. So I'm talking to Tisha that night and I'm like, dang, Tish, oh, I'm going to get emotional because she's sitting there. But I was like, oh, I thought it was God. And I thought this was finally caught you know, Kyle's time to see God, how good he is and like to trust him and to believe. And I was like, but that was side job money. Cause I had obviously asked if it was her and told her the story. And I was like, such a bummer. I thought this would be the thing where Kyle would get it and know that it's God. And she said, I was never going to say anything cause I didn't want to, cause it's not about me, but that was me. And I was like, I was what? Like, it wasn't side job money. I'm like, cause I was getting annoyed that he wasn't going to believe, you know? And I was like, it wasn't side job money. And she's like, what do you mean? How do you know? I'm like, it was me. And so it was crazy because. Oh my God. It's not even an emotional thing at all. And I I'm was like, crying. what? Not a She's tear. like, it was me. And I'm like, what do you mean? It was you. Well, so we were home and her and I weren't talking as much because she was there. So right? it's such a good oh story. Oh my God. It's not even. Yeah, it is. She, tin man, tin man. Oh my gosh. So we weren't talking like five times a day, every day because, um, we she were was Lincoln. We were all hospital. in. It was like, so I really hadn't talked to her. So I didn't know anything about the Easter baskets or the kid with the, I knew nothing of that. So we were at home and I had this weird feeling. And so I told Ben, I'm like, I'm like, I have this weird feeling that we should take some of our tithe money and, and give it to Crystal and Kyle. And I was like, I don't know. I just have this weird feeling. And he was like, well, we'll just tithe. And then he's like, we'll just take and put extra. And I was like, I just have this weird feeling. Like, and I don't get that no. at all. Not, not as much as like me. Yeah. No, I never, like sometimes I'll get, I'll get a weird thing. Like, oh, give this person a big tip or something like that. But not like $500. Like that's a pretty big one. Yeah. yeah. And like cash, no one has like, she probably had to go to the ATM. Yeah. Yeah. So I just because it was like twenty. Yeah, yeah. I just yes. had this weird I thing. I'm like, I just and it was weird because I feel like normally Ben would be like, "That's weird." Like, yeah. Why are we? And he was like, "And okay. we're like friends." It's like you yeah, don't. Yeah, like I don't. Your... We don't give each other money. You know, it's weird. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no. So except when she's like, "Here, I'll give you twenty bucks if you sit and gamble longer," and then yeah. I'm like, "All right, fine." Yeah. But no. So um, so I was like, I just had this feeling, and he was like, "Okay, yeah, like that, let's do it." Like, and so he went and got the money, and then I went to her house, and I was like worried they'd see me on the camera. You know, I'm like, yeah, and like I said, she had the garage. I didn't even think yeah. about that. So I all went my friends and like have our counter. code, and it's so weird because like the amount I never. I didn't know anything about their whole thing until after. And I just, it's weird, like the amount that I felt like I should give. And I don't know why I just felt like that would be a nice thing to do. It was just weird. I just felt like God telling me to do it. So we, so I gave it. And then she called me when she got back and she's like, oh my gosh, tells me about the, the, the baskets and that the basket. This is God, Tish, it's going to work. And she's like, did you, well, first she was like, did you leave money? And I was like, no. And I'm like, that's crazy, you know? And she's a good 
Like, I didn't, I really didn't I'm know all she did. Academy Award winning, <laughs> you know, and I was all, no, oh my gosh, I'm like, that's so cool, like, you know, and then I'm all, uh, you know, <laughs> and then she calls me a couple weeks later, she's like, oh, it was Kyle's side job money from next door or something, and yeah. I was all, oh, it wasn't. You know, and I wasn't going to tell her, but then when I was like, well, if God's not getting the glory, like, we're not getting Well, and it was your way to show me it was God. She said, God told me to give you that money. And I, that is God. And like, we're the, it makes me emotional too. We're the hands and feet of God. You know, he's not going to drop the money from the sky. I thought he did for a minute. Like, I was like, this is crazy. But if we don't, it's so, this story is so important because that changed the whole trajectory of Kyle's faith. So I go into the shower. He's, you know, I call, I go, that was God. I told you it was God. I told you it was God. I knew it was God. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, that was Tisha. And, and they're best friends. Yeah. Him and Ben are best friends. And they're, they're guys. He goes, I am not taking money from Tisha, from Ben, his best friend. Yeah. He goes, no, because they know we quit. You know, he thought it was like a, a I'm worried about you, yeah. you know? Yeah. And as a man, he's like, no, I'm not taking their money. And it's not like it was flowing. It wasn't no. like at a time where everyone had money flowing. I feel like it was... I wasn't licensed yet. Yes. Like, they were on one income, like... And Kyle's like, no, I'm not taking Ben's money. Give that back right now. Like, he was pit. Like, pride, right? Pride. And I go, no, Kyle, this is God. Like, that was from God. That's not from Tisha and Ben. It was. But God told them. I go, that's how God works. Because I, you know, there's times where I feel called, like we just talked about, and Kyle doesn't always get that. But if I... If we're not the hands and feet of God when he calls us... We're going to miss the glories that he's trying to help someone else. Mm -hmm. You don't know why he's calling you to do that. I mean, something so simple. We were in Tahoe Tahoe, and this lady was so nice to us. (laughs) This is the stupidest thing. We're Hyatt girls. We have Hyatt cards. We travel Hyatt. We love Hyatt. It's a really high end hotel and they're out of towels. We're at the beach. We sound really snobby. No, no hotel goes out of towels. At the beach. Like, hello. It was super crazy. It was like the weirdest thing. Like no towels. For hours, no towels. So this girl's talking to us. I'm going to try to get you towels. I'll sneak you guys towels. Like the She's like the lady. worker, like the umbrella lady. Yeah. And so we were like, let's tip her. So a good tip for the umbrella, we usually give like $2. Yeah. So it wasn't even me. It was Hudson. Yeah. Hudson, my daughter goes, give her 100 And I go, what? She goes, mom, I just feel it. Give her 100 And I want her to always listen to that voice. Yeah. And so I, was, I wasn't feeling the 100 I was feeling like 20 yeah. You know, that felt better. And Kyle... To be truthful. I was feeling five, so when she was like 100, I'm all, okay, put my five back in. I'm all, yeah, sounds good. I'm all, five dollars. Well, and more importantly, the cash I have is my gambling money. So yes. I can't go. That Kyle, was really God trying to intervene yes. in that. And that was like my money. So like if I give 100, that's 100 less I'm going to gamble with. And Kyle won't give me more money. Like my gambling money is my gambling money. So when Hudson said it, I was like, you know, I don't want to give a hundred. I'll give 20, but she's like, I just feel it. So I'm like, okay. And then I knew it was my gambling money and I knew why I didn't want to give it. And I was like, no, I'll do it. This is good for us. And we give her the money and she got, she almost cries. Right. And she's like, she's like, now I have enough money to get home to see my family. Cause she was like working her summer job or something crazy. She but like choked up. She's like, like, you don't understand. Now I can get home. And like, like what if she was praying home. about getting home to see her family and Chills. God use us Crystal, because I had five. <laughs> God used Crystal to send her to see her family. I was all, tell him I said hi, you know? I'm all with my five. <laughs> She's so funny. <laughs> but isn't it? Yeah. Cr- and our kids got to see that because all yeah. of our kids were together. And then there's all, Mom, why didn't you get the hundred? <laughs> I'm all, no pina colada for you, you know? 
Go get ice cream with Crystal. Yeah, I'm all, no. Bear is very giving. He probably was like. Oh my God. So Bear, oh, the for Brock, Bear is the got the give, most giving heart of all my he kids. He's so giving. He so gives, sweet. He would give his shirt off his back anytime there's like the last anything. He's like, you have it, you know? And Ken and CJ are all, thanks, jerk, you know? And so it was Brock's birthday. And so Bear always likes to give his own money to birthdays. And I'm like, Bear, I will buy the birthday gift for your friend. Like, you don't save your save money. Your money. Yeah. I want him to learn to save and money manage. So I'm like, Bear. So he makes Broxton a card and he like makes this homemade like gift. It's like paper and there's money shoved in it. And I'm all bare. And I'm like, what? I'm all, how much? He's like, oh, I already wrapped Broxton's gift, mom. I, I paid for it. And I'm all, I'm all, well, how much did you give him? He goes, oh, I just gave him 20. And I go, oh, well, no, we got to give him more than that. He goes, okay, no, fine. Just kidding. I gave him 40. And I'm all bare. I'm like, whatever. I'll pay you back. So then I get a text from Crystal, like, later that night. She's like, oh, my God. Bear gave Broxton, like, $70 or something crazy. Like, he, like, lied to me because he's all, okay, fine. No, I gave him 40. Isn't that so sweet? He's just so funny. And little did he know, Broxton wanted a new PlayStation. Yeah, I know. I'm all, Broxton's been praying for that PlayStation. No, no, but I have a funny story too. So, or not funny, but I have another story. I was talking to <laughs> yesterday, and she, her daughter needed um, like a procedure done, and they were stressed about um, the cost of it. You know, with insurance, like when you're on our job, insurance is wacky sometimes. And so, she was like, she's been getting needing to get this done. She finally got it done. She's been so stressed about the cost of the. Um, the surgery for like so long and so I was talking to her yesterday she called me and she's like oh my god you'll never guess what happened and I'm like what she's like I got my bill in the mail for her surgery and it was $600 and like she was quoted way higher and she's like I've been praying about it she's like I've been seriously praying about this non-stop that that like we would be able to afford this and that it wasn't going to be a huge thing. And then she's like, it literally came in the mail and she's like, I opened the mail and I looked up and I just was like, thank you, God. And it was so cool because, and she's like, and I ran in and told my husband and he was like, okay, that's just the billing. Like it's not, you know, but it's just crazy how like God truly can like do miracles. Like, it, like he can make the billing department, make it six, you know, it's like, I sometimes think we forget because he's not tangible always that like things really can happen like that. Well, I have a story about that in particular because growing up we were always taught like oh I had a great teacher. upbringing but very strict religious upbringing in so much that we were taught like the order of prayer, how to pray, respectfully pray, words Oh, to use, wow. Yeah. And so I often wouldn't be very specific with what I was asking for because I'm like, "Well, I don't want to be like disrespectful or ungrateful." Yeah. Ungrateful for what I already have. So, which is a me thing, like that was my own mindset. But then going into we had gotten pregnant and miscarried between Hudson and Isla, mm-hmm. and I like was praying and trying to figure out like, do, is another kid on the table? Like, is right. this what we're doing? And I just very diligently prayed, like, I want a girl. I feel called to be a girl mom. Yeah. I haven't fulfilled that. I'm gonna just speak it. I'm gonna pray. Yeah. Very specifically, like, yes. I know I'm being selfish. I just want to get pregnant. I want to have a healthy pregnancy, a healthy kid. Also, I want a girl. Yeah. I'm going to say it. And then she was a girl. That's Were crazy. you mind blown? Mind blown. Didn't yeah. expect it at all. Because she is like, oh, Well, we boy. talk about that. Tisha and I, that's like a thing. I think because I grew up a Christian as a baby, like I don't ever remember there no God. It was like, he's my buddy. 
like, dear God, Christmas is coming. I would like a new bike, new shoes. Because as a kid, that you're you're just childlike, childlike faith, right? Like we just, and so sometimes even between us, she'll be like, well, God doesn't care about that. And I'm like, he does. Because it says, ask and you shall receive. He already knows what's in your heart, whether he knew you wanted a girl. But there's something when you go to him. Yes. Rather than go to you or go to the world mm-hmm. or go to the, your food storage containers, you know, like that but, God told me to purchase. Yeah, but I agree with being smart. But I also think sometimes Kyle said something the other day with the pool because we had just poured all of our money into the pool that cracked. And we're learning all kinds of things, honestly, already. Um, I feel really good about things. That sounds awful. But like I talked to you and I talked to Kyle about it the other day. I think we... <clears throat> On accident, you get so excited about something, you save for it, you wait for it, you kind of put it on a pedestal. And I think we were like, balls to the wall of the pool, the backyard. We're going to get there. Once we get there, we're, we, we have it. You know, we're done. We're, our, our house is done. I think so. all our money was the pool, the pool. And you guys have heard us on the podcast trying to plan trips during this. Mm-hmm. And we were sneaking the trips in. But subconsciously, we're the pool, the pool. The pool's going to make us happy once it's done. And I think sometimes God, he gives and he takes away. To teach you, like, it's about me, not the pool. And it's about me, not this. And I think with the crack, we learned, who cares about the pool? Like, who cares? You know, we bought this nice patio furniture. We were all dialed for the pool. And now, having taken the covers off, I'm like, it's just a pool. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I told Kyle, I go, whatever happens with it, I think our lesson is, it's just a thing. Like, we could lose all of this in a second. Yeah. And it doesn't, it was like, we're looking to that to make us happy Mm -hmm. instead of our core. Right. So now we're like, skate park like you know what honestly i think it's going to turn here in a second i think we'll we'll have water back i i guess in a month i'm i'm guessing but i feel like god sometimes takes away to get us to refocus our values and, right. and show it's like recalibrating your focus where it's like yes you realize it's really not the big deal i've made it to. yes uh, i need to back off a little bit in my obsession yeah and like trusting him first because he already knows your heart but i wanted to tell tisha i was like question for the podcast oh you think god doesn't care about things that was right yeah 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 and i wanted to say i sometimes don't feel like well like when i think of all the people hurting in the world and like the the awful things and circumstances that happen to people it's like i just don't feel right about praying for like me to have like Another vacation. Or, I, do you know what I'm saying? That's how I felt. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to pray for a girl. That's ridiculous. Just be happy. A healthy baby, healthy right? Kids, yeah. Healthy child. Healthy so, pregnancy. Like. I struggle with that. I'm like, I don't like asking for things because I feel like it's weird. And, like, there's so many people that have, like, nothing, truly, and have, like, awful. And I'm like, even though me asking for something doesn't, like, God doesn't That's have I mean, a There's not a hundred prayers for the day. Yeah. You're taking five on your yeah. kids. I know. Now there's less available for... But I for... still just... There's something about it that doesn't feel like... I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me for some reason. I don't know. I know. It's and I think the me. biggest... Because we talk about this a lot. And I pray about everything. Like, everything. And I think sometimes... God, it's not about what we're asking. He already knows your heart, but it's putting him in the center of the things we want. Yeah, like his guidance in every his will, aspect his, of your you life. You know, I mean, yeah. and it's like... we were talking about C, where CJ should go to high school. And I was like, oh, I just don't know because, like, I wanted... Kennedy to go to a certain high school because I wanted her to be on a, be with a certain coach. I'm all. No. <laughs> and so, but then I wanted the kids at the same school, but then I was worried that that wasn't a good fit for CJ because it, the sports were so competitive. And I was like, well, I want to give him like every opportunity too. So I was feeling like very conflicted, but I don't want him at different schools. And so Crystal's like, well, why don't you just pray about it? And I'm all, 
She was very rude to me. I'm that like, day. that's just like God doesn't care where my kids go to high school. He cares about that's like the starving kids in Africa, or she like said it just like that to me. Yeah, or like like I'm an idiot. The homeless people in downtown Phoenix that like are never gonna have anything. Did you pray about them that day? And so, this the the, the <laughs> no, but I should. And so it's sometimes I have a hard time going to God with things that I feel like are trivial because there's so many big things that could use his. See, and I think I thought that way for a very long time, mm-hmm. and then I realized that I wasn't giving him enough credit yep. because he's right. capable of holding Doing all it all. Yep. Right. Well, that's what I said. There's not, like, just his blessings. I. It's like I'm putting a boundary on his, his like, blessing or his... Guidance. Guidance, or yeah. Capacity. Yes. Like, capacity. And there's work. so much to that. Yes. Because when Kyle quit his job... This is the biggest tangible thing I can discuss. We thought we were losing everything. And they talked about this at church on Sunday. We thought by trusting God first, sometimes as Christians, we feel like we have to battle to be a Christian. We have to go without. We have to struggle. We have to be grateful with what we have. Endure the journey. Yeah. And like God's a big God. He can provide so much more, but he's asking us to just trust him. That's the biggest thing. Go to him. Trust him. Make it about him. And then he will bless. And so we thought we were going to have an apartment, lose our cars, da, da, da. And then I look at where we live. And I'm like, he took our faith, blew us out of the water. Yeah. But in Kyle quitting, we thought we were going to go without. And because we trusted him, he said, let me show you what I'm capable of. But again, well, I think it's when you're okay with going without, you know, like just like with the pool, right? When you I don't give care it up now. and say, I don't care about that. It's yours. Yeah. And I think I do think like if you're constantly praying for God to give me a bigger house, give me a Ferrari. I don't think that he's necessarily like those are, I don't think that those will be. Like, See, I have that all that time. I literally have But those are for you. No, but you ask for his will in it. Like, okay, God, if we're meant to have a pool and we don't want this debt, I go, well, I pray that we're able to pay for it. I pray that you provide the money. I pray that we get it done by this summer. Right. I pray all that. And it's all boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Well, because I'm going to him. Too. Yes. Like, yeah, it's the intention. intention exactly. Wanting that Ferrari is to show it off. Right. Then, maybe then I don't think, yeah. yeah. But if you're going to get the Ferrari to drive around less fortunate kids... He might provide it, but like, and that's with our house, like it's for him. So when those opportunities show up where somebody needs to use this, I'm like, it's God's, it's not ours. Yeah. You know, it's his will. And it's not always easy because it's hard to host a lot of things, but I'm like, this was God's gift to us. And he entrusted us with it because he knew I would use it for his glory. And if you have a Ferrari, I don't think it'd be for him. You'd be like, no sodas in here. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) So this week. Trust God in all the things. Yes. Tisha. She's going to work on it. There's a, a bandage. We're working on her relationship with asking for Praying about all the things. Praying for guidance in all things, not asking for things. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> Another thing I'd like to add is pray for the opportunities to serve and work through. Be God's hands and feet. Yes. yes. 100%. Just like I you will. I know. She always just nails it. She's the best. <sighs> Till next week. There's an ending and a beginning, just like Shelby's. <laughs> There's an ending and a beginning. You know what the ending is in Shelby's. I can't. Well, tell us about the ending. No. Tell her. Why don't you? Have you is have it? you done the Shelby's yet? Oh my God! Have you done the Shelby's yet? No, I didn't get to it yet. Yeah. If you're really struggling, please reach out to a qualified professional, because that's not us. We're just here to share our journey and to make you laugh and cry and pick your nose and touch your boobs. <laughs>